Hey guys, welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I'm a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. The past couple of days, I've just wanted to just bang my head against the wall. It's bad. I think with any new thing that you learn or any new process, there's going to be a curve. And I feel like normally I learn very quickly and I adjust to things very quickly. When I moved to New York, like it was like barely anything to me. Like I adjusted super quickly. I was cool with it. I was fine. I have some weird memories like moving out to New York at first just like a little tiny bit of a culture shock but like not really because I was expecting a lot of things to be happening and those things are kind of there um I was like listening for New York accents specifically and couldn't really find too much of it but I could hear it once in a while but anyways um My point is, I adjust to things pretty quickly, and this has been a nightmare. (laughs) Just shifting from everything that I'm learning with, like, StoryGrid, and everything that I've been doing with my six-book outline, and all of the writing that I've done so far. Like, everything that I've done so far did not prepare me for this moment in time where I have to switch gears and do something completely different, and it's just been really awful so far like yesterday I was so grumpy I was kind of snapping at my husband just for no reason I apologized of course but I was just so grumpy because nothing was fitting and I was just spinning my wheels so as you all probably know my mother-in-law asked me to do three things on my book she asked me to flesh out my villain um I needed more backstory and I needed motivation for Lamia And um, she also asked me to uh, flesh out this lab, the description, the history around it, and then also think about my first-person scenes. So I sort of started doing that after talking with her, but what I really wanted to do was, like, reconstruct my whole book and make it different (laughs) and, like, scrap a bunch and, like, get rid of characters like there's one character that's definitely going but I started thinking maybe this one character like what is his purpose why is he here he doesn't need to be here I can replace him with somebody else um and then like the whole entire beginning needs to change and I still feel that way to some extent but I have been slowly coming around to like wrapping my brain around Um, Lisa's methodologies and well really she works with Margie Lawson um, who does like this writer's academy and so like a lot of it is based on what she teaches I don't know the wind there's literally no reason for this wind right now so it doesn't make sense the trees aren't even moving Um, anyways so I've been wrapping my mind around this what she's been teaching me and what she's been like how she's been directing me and like I don't need to necessarily let go of the story grid ideas but I'm starting to see the clarity 
because it's like with her way of seeing things and with my need for like restructuring things like through the story grid method story grid just makes more sense it's like more clear to me and her way is more fuzzy and like follow your muse and like that doesn't resonate with me at all and I don't think I have a muse like honestly I have to think hard on these ideas I have to like sit down and like actively think at it or do my run or whatever but um yeah I've just been banging my head against the wall trying to make any sort of progress and it wasn't getting anywhere so I've literally had a really rough transition and I'm still in the middle of this transition but I've had to have Lisa literally walk like hold my hand through this process and I I came up so what I did was I went off on my own I was outlining things I was doing my I mentioned I spent 30 minutes like organizing in Scrivener I spent a lot of time like probably a couple of days on just this and I outlined a whole timeline for Lamia and like the the labs that I need to flesh out and I think I came against a wall because what I need to do is flesh out this other character that she wasn't even concerned about like she said she wasn't um, developed enough this mentor character um, but she didn't tell me necessarily to go work on her but for me there's like a huge missing piece for that character just like this big hole in the history where I'm like how did this happen this way like why is it like this and I don't know why and I need to know why to like know the motivation and to like know where everything is going like you know it needs a starting point to know the direction of each character like I mentioned in my last episode so I got stuck on her and I thought I had some sort of motivation for Lamia I came up with something and it felt like it would work but um so I went through all of this with her on the phone I talked to her about everything that I came up with and it was so convoluted just like telling it to her it didn't feel right And then as I'm telling her this outline that I came up with, this timeline of history, she's like, oh, what if, what if Lamia, yada, 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 and then Felice, yada, 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 and then that would be the motivation. And it, like, it's such a simple thing. It's so simple, like, just tweaking a little thing here and there makes it so much stronger. And I had no objections, so I definitely incorporated that into it. But seriously, like, it was such a simple solution. And I can sit here spinning my wheels for hours trying to stretch point A to point B and make an explanation for it without changing. I think that's the problem because I assume point A and point B are solid points. Like, nothing can change and you have to make something up in the middle to fit like any gaps in you know the history or like what happened anything and so I'm stretching and stretching to like get to a reasoning for point a going to point b without realizing that point a and point b can be easily connected if you just tweak point a and point b in this way and there's something in my brain that just doesn't think that way so when I'm trying to think of motivations this goes back to like 
my appreciation for character arcs and my inability to really understand the mechanisms of character arcs and like think of my own. So I, I think there's just something there that I, I, I don't know if I can train myself. I'm sure she would say I, I can train myself to like learn to think that way. I don't know if it's there, but she's literally had to hold my hand. So she said that made this suggestion. I was like, okay, that's perfect. Okay, so I'm going to do that. And so she sends me off and I work that into the timeline. Takes me like maybe 10 minutes and that's fine, like longer than 10 minutes, but it works. And then I'm looking at my other points and thinking about the mentor figure still that doesn't really fit. And uh, I think I spent like three days just like hating myself and like hating this story and hating everything because nothing fit because I'm trying to get point A to go to point B on like multiple different levels without knowing what to tweak. So we had a conversation late last night and I was joking with her about how my next episode is just going to be like me grumping, just hating on this process because I, I was so grumpy yesterday and I was really like not happy. I've been so frustrated. You have no idea. Like... I was ready to just cry or yell or both and um, nobody deserves to be on the other end of that so yeah we were talking about like creative muses and stuff and I really I don't really believe in that necessarily I believe in using our brains and using the time that we're given like going on my runs and meditating so to speak and thinking but just waiting for something to hit me, it's not going to happen because I have to be thinking about it for, for that to happen at all. So she told me to sleep on it, which I did not. I got into bed and couldn't stop like thinking, but I actually immediately thought of something that was potentially going to be helpful, but it was like something she said to me during our call sparked this um, train of thought that got me thinking about scuba diving and research facilities and um, yeah just got me thinking about scuba diving so that got me thinking about researching underwater labs and there is one in existence so I was looking into that last night so that was a bit of an epiphany moment I guess um Oh, there's a dead mouse. So sad. He seems alive, actually. He just needs to get out of the road. Oh, he's hopping. Get out of the road. Go on. You're going to die if you don't. It's a little hopping mouse. Go on. I might come back with water. I don't know if I should do that. Probably should. Like, this is just the hottest... Hottest um, summer I've ever had in Maine. My second summer. Um, I'm sure this is not natural, like how hot it is here. Anyways, um, so I feel like I've I uh, finally exhausted my resources on the underwater labs that I need to flesh out. Uh, my husband is a scuba diver, and I've also learned how to scuba dive, but I always forget how the decompression stuff works and, like, uh, getting narked and, like, 
don't know, you can get like drunk and stuff by going too deep. Just stuff like that that's like super hardcore like sciencey stuff, but it's just really hard to wrap my brain around. And I understood it at one point in my life when I was learning how to dive, but I've completely forgotten. And I think he even doesn't know all of the details because it's like just so hard to remember everything and it's pretty complex. But um, the ending of my book has it without giving anything away. Like the labs are heavily involved in most of the book and I've thought of this new design for the labs and I was open to new designs because I've been imagining it one way this whole time and not sure if I should change the look just because or if there's a reason like there's got to be a reasoning behind every little detail and I didn't have the right reasons behind the details so I needed to change something just like the mechanisms of how the lab works like there weren't reasons for what I made up for it the only reasons were because that's what the story is doing like you know you can't just make stuff up for the story it has to make some sort of sense and so this morning I was using my husband as a resource asking him questions doing some digging on this um I forget what it's called already but there's the this one underwater research lab in off of Florida And so I was asking him questions. I was on the wiki page and asking him questions about it and trying to understand it. And um, I think I can finally check that piece off of my, you know, I'll write a detailed description, like a, a little outline for it, which I haven't done. Like it's in my head right now. Most things are actually just in my head, but I can check that element off of my checklist Uh, So that's two out of three things are done. And I was like meditating slash running, thinking about my first person scenes and I need something to thread them all together. And so I've come up with multiple different elements that I could focus on. I have to choose one, one thread. So like I came up with a bunch of different things that I could choose from and Lisa and I are going to discuss each one and like which one I should go with. Um, And that'll be the focus before I start doing my first person scenes. And that'll give me a reference and a guideline for how to map each one out. Again, it's not going to really make sense until the end of the book, which is a surprise for anyone listening to this. Um, So I can't really reveal anything. But the first person scenes, as you know, are just like kind of like little separate tidbits of history. But they need to be threaded with one theme, one thing that keeps them all together. And that's that's the next step is like deciding what that is and then deciding what each scene is going to be. And I think these scenes are going to be my by far like the hardest element of writing this book because the rest of it is like maybe complex and, you know, got complex themes and everything but it's just like one continuous book it's one continuous timeline switching between three different characters so like that's the only complex element in the rest of the book but then there are these first person scenes that just really really complicate it a lot more than it should be but it's not going to like be done until that happens so yeah she walked me through 
some of that last night. And so this morning I'm trying to tackle it with a clear head. And yesterday just wasn't a good day for me anyways, because I didn't get an early start. And I didn't start thinking about my book until like the afternoon. And as I've said before, and maybe the more I say it, the more real it becomes. But I just, I don't have very much creative juice in me later in the day. So, yeah. So my point with all of this is this is a transition phase for me. It's going from writing and or outlining a book to this editing phase, which I've never done before. And maybe you've never done either. So like we're on this journey together. But in the beginning, I was just commenting, like, I'm really good at adjusting to things. I'm really quick at learning. But this is just taken me some time. I guess it's only been maybe a week. I don't know how long it's been. I don't, I don't keep track of time like a normal person, maybe. And I think we all stopped keeping track of time when the pandemic hit. And that's why we're all, like, super surprised that it's August. Gosh, it's actually almost September, which is crazy. But... Yeah, this um this this part is frustrating. And being frustrated is okay as long as you're not done with it. Um let that frustration out, just not on your loved ones and go for a run, go whatever, whatever you need to do to cope. For me, it was like I needed Lisa to like hold me by the hand and walk me through some things. And like, hopefully I just feel so bad needing her so heavily in this process, in this like transition. It's almost like being shell-shocked or something like, or whiplash. Like I'm suddenly doing one thing, but then suddenly I have to switch, switch gears to this gear that I've never, like maybe there's a sixth gear in your stick shift car You've never been there before, but you're, you you know, you're going from first gear to six or some weird, mysterious gear you've never tried before. And now you're in it and you've got to like learn how to adjust. You've got to learn how to drive that car because it's still going. You're still like moving along. So you've got to figure it out. And um, it doesn't have to be quick because you're going from, okay, this analogy is getting out of hand. But you, you get the point, like switching gears and it's hard. Each new step that you take, like you step into is going to be hard. It's going to be different. And each new thing takes adjustment. It takes an adjustment period and you have to allow for that. I think that's really what I'm getting at in this episode. Like it's going to be hard to adjust But, like, once you've made that adjustment over however long it takes you, like, days or weeks or months, hopefully the idea is that the next project will be an even smoother transition for you. And hopefully next time I don't need a hand to be held the whole way. Hopefully I can figure this out on my own with my outlining. But, like, I'm doing it a completely different way anyways, so... Maybe my next transition will be just as jarring as this one. We'll find out. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you all. Please subscribe to my mailing list. Uh, I just need your name and email, and I'll be emailing you once my book is ready. And that's about it. I'll talk to you next time.